You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Carly Kane. Carly tells the story of getting back in the saddle after a year without sex. Um, And she also talks about her first boyfriend when she was a 19-year-old hostess living in Florida. This week, I sat down. Well, I didn't sit down. This week, I called Rachel Weeks. uh, And Rachel is an L.A. comic. uh, So we talked on the phone. And she told me about her first experience putting in a tampon as an 11-year-old. Here's Rachel Weeks. I always feel like I need to tell this for context, but um, when I was younger, so when I was from like eight to uh, 18, so a long time, I was a competitive swimmer. So the first time I got my period, I had to use a tampon just like immediately. Um, so I was like 11 when I, when I learned how to do, to use a tampon. And at that point, everybody was like using mirrors and stuff. And uh, I am not... <laughs> Uh, that comfortable with my body. I did not know people were using mirrors. I was to, like, I was doing it, it by the feel eye, myself. Like, how creepy. Um, <laughs> but I had all my friends were like, "Oh, you just use a mirror and you can aim." I was like, or mm. you don't don't use one. Anyway, I didn't. Um, <laughs> I also couldn't. I I wish. If there's any young women listening, I hope they know, like, you got to push it in farther than you think you do. That's where I went wrong. Oh, I went completely <laughs> the other direction. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, I, I thought that, um, well, the, okay, so I got my period and I had to go to swim practice that night. And I thought maybe, you know, like, becoming a woman was enough to get me out of swim practice. But no. <laughs> Had to had to go, um, and my mom handed me a box of tampons, and she was like, "There's instructions inside. Good luck!" <laughs> and just like oh, sent no. me into the bathroom, which I don't know if I expected her to like show me. Like that seems crazy, but I also uh, was not equipped, so I went <laughs> into, into the bathroom. And they were cardboard. We, I've always used cardboard tampons, which oh, yeah. is a nightmare. That's um, what I started but it's off important with, too. for the story. <laughs> and I opened the wrapper, and I remember looking at it and being like, okay, this is a tampon. Like, the whole, like, this is what... <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> this is what a tampon looks like. Um, and I remember I remember specifically looking at, the, like, looking at the directions and being like, okay, I'm not an idiot. Like, I, I just threw them out. <laughs> Like, I'm not dumb. I know how to do it. <laughs> um, and then I opened it and was like, ta-da, tampon. <laughs> and, um, and then I just proceeded to put the whole thing into my body. I just was like, this belongs in there. And so it's like, like, basically I tried to shove like six inches of sharp cardboard into my, you know, 11-year-old vagina, which it had since been, like, unpenetrated. I remember my mom being like, okay, it'll hurt. It'll, it might hurt, a, like, a little, but it not a lot. And I was like, okay, a lot. Like, a lot of hurting. Um, <laughs> something is really happening. 
and my I was crying, and I my mom was outside the door, and I was like, um, ow, mom, <laughs> <laughs> and she she was like, I don't like I don't know what's happening. It shouldn't hurt that bad, and I was like, it is that bad, and I didn't know like it. it you're shoving cardboard into your <laughs> vagina, and like, so I, I was like, okay, so something is clearly wrong, and I attempted to get it out of it, get it out, but with cardboard applicators, like it's it's built built to go one direction, right? So, uh-huh. um, I pulled out like the little applicator, like the plunger. They're barely part. built to go the one direction, honestly. Yeah. They're not really, yeah, they're, they're more aerodynamic. If they get one bend in it, you're fucked. Yeah, no, it's hor- horrible. So I pulled <laughs> on it, and I pulled, like, the right? bottom part out. So at this point, my only option to remove, like, a basically dry cardboard tube from my vagina was <laughs> pulling on this string, but it was attached to this tube, so I just, like, scraped oh. the inside of, like, I had to drag it out. Uh, by this string, and <laughs> I I just remember like softly crying in my <laughs> parents' bedroom, being like, "Okay, this is womanhood, right? This is what it means <laughs> to be a woman is just dry cardboard in your <laughs> tiny vagina." <laughs> Uh, and I finally, I finally got it out, and I remember my mom, like, knocking softly and being like, did you read the instructions? (laughs) And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I absolutely did, they were just confusing, whatever, and I pulled them out of the trash can, and, um, read them for the first time, and, um, figured it out from there, uh, that was that I was like, okay, so the outside shell is not supposed to go into your cervix. <laughs> um, you should not go <laughs> go that far. Um, and I did, like, I figured it out, but after that, I was like, okay, so um, no swim practice while bleeding, uh, <laughs> which was not an option. I, like, I remember telling one of my friends and them being like, oh, it's okay. You don't bleed when you're in the pool. What? And I, that doesn't seem right to me. <laughs> like, I, I was like, no, I'm pretty sure you're just free bleeding. Yeah. I mean, maybe you don't notice because it's like, like it's di- yeah. what, dissolving. What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, like dissipating. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's like super watered People down. People are peeing in the pool too. You can you can do anything in the pool. It's a very lawless place. Yeah. So you I can guess take a shit you know, in there we, too. Uh, I've seen it done. That's like the most feminist I've ever been. Free um, bleeding in a pool at eleven years old. <laughs> I have to say, this story. This is exactly how I put together IKEA furniture. Oh yeah. For sure. I like just have the directions. Yeah. You just shove it all into your vagina. I start crying, <laughs> and then I get the directions out, and I try again. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, uh, it's so funny, because at that point, I was in, like, my most instructions phase, right? Like, every worksheet came with instructions, <laughs> and I was like, throw them out! <laughs> I'll just shove whatever. I'm le- at least I got the wrapper off, is, like, <laughs> 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 Oh, God. I, um, 
I hated swim practice so much. And then, like, the tampons on top of that was just, like, <laughs> made it made it so much worse. I have distinct memories. I've told my mom about this. This, this is not as gross. But uh, I used to cry into my goggles. Oh, oh no. Like, I would... <laughs> I would cry and swim practice while wearing goggles and would just like slowly fill them up with water. And my coaches would be like, your goggles are broken. (laughs) Yeah, they're broken. They're totally broken. It's the goggles. Wait, wait, why were you crying? Were you crying because you hated swimming so far? That sounds horrible. I didn't like it. I really, like I was really slow and this was in the winter. So it was, I was like, a lot of the kids started swimming when they were like swimming winter like year round when they were super young and I was 11 when I started swimming year round so I wasn't used to like the harder practices and I wasn't good and I was like (laughs) so slow and it was cold and awful because it's you know Chicago winters uh did you did you ever get better at swimming yeah um I was okay okay like my senior year I was on varsity oh okay but I was like worst in varsity you know (laughs) like I like eventually got there but it was not I was not actually like good also swimming is super competitive in Illinois oh I bet um yeah so it's like like, what else are we gonna do say it again I said what else are they gonna do you know oh yeah I don't know it makes sense it's crazy I mean the like I don't know. I probably would have been, like, okay in other states, but in Illinois, I was just, like, barely making it. (laughs) Yeah, I was the most medium at everything that I did. Every sport, I was just, like, yeah, yeah, I really, I never had, like, a shining moment. (laughs) That's how I felt a lot of the time, where I was just, like, I feel like I'm pretty good at everything, but I'm not, like, the best at a single thing. Yeah, Like, I'm nothing... (laughs) Like, everything I'm just okay at. And then, shockingly, we both turned to stand-up comedy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which, uh, man, if anything is going to make you better at being bad at stuff, it is stand-up. Because you're just bad all constantly. Just even when you're great, you still yeah. have nights where you're bad. <laughs> that's, that's... Yeah. Wait, that's, that's my... Of, that, was yeah. a, that was a pretty quick story, but the... Yeah, that's the one. That's the one I always think of. It's just like... Putting a full Yeah. Oh, God. It was so bad. And it was, like, my first experience with, like, basically anything with my vagina, like, at all. It was, like, how we met. And I just Aww. shoved a whole tube. <laughs> <laughs> Stuffed some garbage up there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, this whole thing, take it, you know? <laughs> I was so old when I got my period, so I was yeah. I underst I understood the mechanics of a tampon kind of, but I There you go. It still you, didn't at least like I just remember not putting it in far enough and I was like, This is so uncomfortable because it was just sort of right at the Sure, you like, were just like <laughs> <laughs> sitting on it. Yeah, it was like peeking out or what I was yeah, it took me a while to sort of Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember because I was like the first of my friends to use it. And I... I was the last. <laughs> I was, like, ex- I had taught a couple of my friends how to use them, like, at camp. I remember being, like, outside, like, a drill sergeant. Wow, what three a women putting moment. tampons in. <laughs> uh, and two of them used mirrors, and I was like, I don't know about that. Also, why do you have a hand mirror at camp? 
uh, that blew my mind. And one of them was like, it's my tampon mirror. Wow. Which is, I don't, like, how are you going to miss? I honestly think, is, is there an episode of Sex in the City where I think, I think they tell Charlotte to, cause she's so like repressed, you know, they like tell her yeah. to look at her pussy. I think, but I think I watched that when I was like a teenager and I was like, well, if Charlotte's doing it, I'll take a peek. Sure. <laughs> and I remember like actually looking at it, but I, yeah, I went, uh, I went freehand for the, for the tampon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Artistic with it. Yeah. Just, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's an art, not a science. <laughs> don't understand are you sticking it in your butthole like i don't know how you <laughs> which if that was my gross story oh my god <laughs> uh, <laughs> i uh around that time a girl put a tampon in and she went down this water slide at this camp we went to oh god and had to have it removed by a physician oh. because it was it just shot it just disappeared into her, oh my god into her tiny baby vagina she had to go to the doctor oh like like a, like a like a vagina enema like a, shot basically. it up there oh my yeah god. She, she was like forcefully douched by a water <laughs> Okay, it's fucked up that I couldn't think of douche, but I I thought of vagina enema. enema. That's not right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at our live shows, we put out slips of paper for the audience write down their own disgusting ladylike stories, and these are some of see the, these are some of these stories. Um, okay, I oh this is kind of this is kind of like your story. Um, mm. Sisterhood. Uh, I once had my boss stand outside an employee bathroom and coach me through pushing out a crooked tampon while hovering over a, over a hand mirror. It was crooked because I was so drunk I forgot it was inside me and had sex with some dude from a bar. Ooh, the next yeah. day I had the worst yeast infection of my life. <laughs> oh, my God. I've done, I put two in, for sure. I put two... I, I couldn't figure out why I had such horrible cramps, like, three days into my period, and it was because I had two tampons. <laughs> Your body was going to push that thing out. They were like, hey, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's... I hear about that happening, and I don't... I The guy feels it, right? That there's just something... Like, I mean, I would hope so. Yeah, that you're like, what's that extra piece? <laughs> <laughs> If you sh- I like if you shove something else up there, I think they would notice, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I don't know. I guess it's an experiment that well, someone will need to try. Well, guys have like complained about feeling an IUD in there. I was going to say, first yeah. of all, no, you cannot. <laughs> <laughs> the little whiskers. Yeah. And so, like, how would he not feel a whole tampon? <laughs> <laughs> There's a tickly I, string on it. I always, okay, when, guys always make such a big deal about, like, using a condom, and they're like, oh, it feels so much better without the condom, and yet, when the condom breaks, they don't notice, and I'm like, how can it, it's got to be one or the other, you know? (coughs) Right, for sure. I've been thinking about this for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you didn't notice that we were just, uh, 
suddenly it was great. (laughs) Yeah. I don't notice. It feels like the same to me. Right, yeah. Which seems weird. That, like, something rubber snapped inside of you. And you're like, (laughs) didn't even didn't even notice i feel like sometimes i've heard it before and i but i don't think i felt it but i heard a noise and i was like i don't think i was like that's either something very bad like something cracked <laughs> up into my body before yeah. <laughs> I, oh my god terrifying yeah so fingers crossed for... i don't think that I, that has never happened to me that it's broken Oh, it's happened to me a bunch of times because the inside of my vagina is rough like a cat's tongue. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like the opposite of a cat's dick. A cat's <laughs> yeah. dick has barbs. <laughs> China has barbs. <laughs> oh, you gotta prickly. That's funny. <laughs> um, okay, here, here's another one. I was having sex, and when he pulled out a piece of saran wrap came out with him because the day before was April Fool's and my sister wrapped the toilet paper in saran wrap and I didn't notice. (laughs) (laughs) She's had a full piece of saran wrap in her for a day. (laughs) Also, wrapping the toilet paper in saran wrap is not a prank. I know. That's that's like so close to the prank, but it's not you wrap the toilet. (laughs) I know, maybe she just got confused. Oh, God, it's so funny, the stuff that people, like, you forget is living up there, you know? Like, you forget a tampon's in there, <laughs> or you forget, <laughs> you're just like, oh, yeah, I lost a little bit of trash inside my body. It's just <laughs> A little bit of recycling got up there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard stories of people leaving tampons up there forever, and then just, like, not knowing and then getting horrible smells and stuff and you're like oh yeah what? yeah because it's how did rotting. you forget for that long what is happening <laughs> oh god okay i have i don't know how i did this i have another um this is another thing stuck in a pussy uh <laughs> sort of on th- i didn't even notice it when i was picking these out but <laughs> it's very on theme um okay The first time I used a menstrual cup, it got stuck inside me for three days. I tried digging it out with a spoon, a a crochet hook, (laughs) and tongs. (laughs) I pooped in my bathtub trying to push it out. My friend had to fish it out. (laughs) Her friend had to get it out? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, they have, like, a serious section on them. But, like, (laughs) you have to break this suction. Like, that's the thing, right? I guess so, yeah. Like, did she use a regular cup? I don't under... (laughs) (laughs) It's a suction cup. (laughs) Yeah, I just just put it... That's hilarious. A crochet (laughs) hook, honestly, would probably be my first bet, too. That would be what I would use if I was fishing. It kind of does make sense, but I would be scared to pop it up there. Um, Yeah. For sure. That's uh The tongs though, I'm like, how'd you even get tongs in there? Tongs <laughs> is <laughs> wild. Cause I'm picturing like full barbecue tongs. I am I as well. Not what <laughs> Those big stainless steel ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's that's wild. I um yeah, it is weird. It's like sticking a suction cup 
like just sealing it over. But I mean, if you pull just straight down, like of course it's not gonna come out. That's science, right? There's <laughs> no like. So. I honestly don't. I don't truly understand the diva cup. I it's sort of like a little magical device that I pop in. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. It's Mine. um. It's a game changer. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mine did. You're like, it was hard you to get never forget time. that you like you're never gonna put an extra diva cup in. Yeah. <laughs> I have gotten mine in there before, though. For sure, yeah. <laughs> that happens. Oh, my God. I... <laughs> guys are like, I would never... I would never forget there was something in my dick. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you can't even feel it up there. It's nature's... It's nature's purse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to have things in there, you know? Yeah. Designed to store things like keys and drugs. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, your mushrooms when you're going on an airplane. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Just you know, wrap it up tight. That's why I thought she was gonna say with a saran wrap thing was like from oh. well, like from drugs or like a DIY condom, which I also have heard of. I have. There's one of these that I read where they used the corner of a Ziploc bag. Like the little sharp <laughs> corner. Oh, that's, that's like, uh, that's like using a Lego piece. Like yeah. it's, it's so sharp. <laughs> what, like the sides or like both? Like oh, I know. No. It's sharp as oh. a knife. <laughs> like yeah, I just teenagers have plastic man. cuts. Oh, like you can't be that desperate to fuck. Yes, seriously. <laughs> it ruins snacks for you later too. We're gonna put your snacks now. No, I put in my a condom. snacks in condoms. So. <laughs> Tie it up. You put your goldfish crackers in, a, <laughs> in an extra large condom. <laughs> um, Look, I have so many extra. They're gonna expire. <laughs> I have to use them somehow. You can make a popsicle in there too. <laughs> oh my god! Like a freeze pop. <laughs> just have a tray of freezing <laughs> condoms in your freezer. Yeah, it's like a raunchy Martha Stewart situation. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, I have I have one more. Okay. Okay, but it's two stories from one person. Um, it okay. says, one says, young lady, gross, colon. On vacation in fifth grade, I was too embarrassed to tell anyone... I didn't know how to use the tamp. Oh my god, it's another one! <laughs> Holy Christ! Okay. Look, this is a problem. We just need to communicate better. As <laughs> we do, yeah. Okay. To um, our children. I was too embarrassed to tell anyone I didn't know how to use the tampon I was given to u- to use for the beach, so I put a pad in my bathing suit <laughs> while swimming in a large group. My bloody pad, full of water, floated by me. Oh, oh no! I remember. <laughs> When I was, like, a teenager, I would, we would go to Canada with my family, um, and I was, like, on my uncle's boat, and I had cramps really bad, and I didn't have a tampon, so I just shoved, like, my mom had, like, Kleenex or something, I shoved Kleenex yeah. in my pants, and then somehow it fell out and just blew to the back of the boat, like, a bloody piece of Kleenex, <laughs> but my mom, my mom snapped that it up before my uncle saw it. Like, when you don't have a pad or something, and you have to just, like, make it happen, 
Yeah. And, and then you I've, ha- I've had to do that while I'm wearing a skirt, and I'm just like, I need to go home. I need to, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. I don't care what interview I have next. I have, like, I have to... Uh, so I started keeping tampons in my car, which uh, makes me sound very organized, but I realized <laughs> recently the box is empty, so. Uh, yeah, but, get, 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 get more. <laughs> oh my god. I, so many, so many period stories. What do, what are like other gross stories people bring though? Like shit? I mean, yeah, you know. a lot of shitting and puking and like, yeah. of, you know, throwing up on a dick kind of thing. Um, nice. Oh, I... look, here's one. Okay, sorry, wait. I have one more on the back side Do of this it. one. And this one is not about period stuff. Well, but okay. it kind of is. No, well, it's fine. Okay. So, this is now this is the same this is the same person with the pad all grown up. Uh to get from my living room/bedroom to the bathroom in my apartment, I have to go through the kitchen. Every time I have to run to the bathroom to let the cum fall out. <laughs> I can I can feel it happen too soon. Pretty sure my kitchen floor is covered in semen. Often curious what the cat thinks it is. Jesus. <laughs> and I think the cat thinks it's a little salty treat, if I'm being honest. Yes, yeah, super delicious. A cat would absolutely eat that. Yeah, definitely. Oh, my God. Well, actually, I, wouldn't they? I don't know. It feels like they would. I The idea, or she's, she's just sprinting nude through her kitchen. <laughs> You know what's funny is I currently live in a converted garage, so I have to go into the, like, outside and into the house to go to the bathroom. That's so L.A. Oh, it's insane. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, I guess, like, run to the bathroom to let the cum fall out. I would be outside and, like, in through the whole house. (laughs) I would leave a snail trail if you just do it in the do it in the lawn. I I feel like it's good for oh, the grass, for sure. probably. Guess how many times I peed outside. <laughs> <laughs> Our live story comes from Carly Kane. Carly is a Chicago comic, and she runs a show called Afterthoughts at the Laugh Factory. This was recorded in April of 2019. Here's Carly Kane. Uh, okay, guys, so I know I'm going to get my period tomorrow because I woke up this morning compelled to write poetry. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be better about my period. Like, I'm trying to stop using tampons. I bought my first Diva Cup. <laughs> Thank you so much. And then the other day I was smoking a joint and ashed in it accidentally. So... <laughs> Might go back to pets. Um, I've been returning to those. Oh, okay, so this recently, up until about a month ago, I went a year without sex. Thank you. Yeah, it was an accident. It just happened. Uh, and it was not on purpose, but it happens, and it's okay. And uh, my therapist recommends, she's like, because I decided to go to the point, I was like, okay, I'm ready to have sex. Like, I, I'm ready to get back in the game. I've been ready for a year, but tonight I'm actually ready. My therapist tells me that I should keep crystals on me to manifest things in my life. So I should get a new therapist. Uh, but, you know, I've read The Secret. I believe in that type of stuff. And so I was going out with my friends. I was like, tonight's the night. I'm having sex tonight. So I put a condom in my pocket, took out a crystal, put it in a condom, and I was like, tonight is the night. Right? Tonight is the night. And guess what, guys? I had sex, right? Woo! 
it had nothing to do with the cocaine. Uh, it was just fully the condom, 100%. Just the condom, just the manifesting, the things I work on in therapy. Uh, but okay, so basically, I, I had met this guy before. We go out dancing, we're on cocaine. And he's like, you wanna come over? I'm like, uh, yeah, let's go. Uh, so I get to his house, and some of his, he's like, no, he's like, no one's at home, don't worry, like, it's, no one's there. And we get through, and there's fully a party happening. <laughs> the condom, come on, you got it, it's been a year, we can get through this, and... So I meet one of his roommate's friends, and she comes up to me and she goes, oh my gosh, you must be Cynthia, it's so nice to finally meet you. <laughs> so my first thought was, fuck. <laughs> Cynthia must be his girlfriend. <laughs> and then my second thought was, well, I guess tonight I'm Cynthia. <laughs> it's been a goddamn year. <laughs> really getting tested. Uh, so finally, we, he's like, all right, well, sorry, all these people are here. I'm like, <laughs> Cynthia, yeah, all right, let's do it. And so he's like, let's uh, go to my room. And so I go to his room, and he opens the door, and his ceiling, um, had collapsed onto his bed. And there's a giant hole in the ceiling and the, all the, the whole ceiling, just drywall everywhere. And I just start taking my hands off. And he's like, what are you doing? He's like, my ceiling is all over my bed. He's like, it has been a year. My pussy bitch. <laughs> but then I was like, oh my god, you have a girlfriend, I can't do this. And <laughs> so I was like, okay, you can go down on me, but we're not having sex because you have a girlfriend. And he was like, uh, okay, sure, that's fine. I was like, no, you're not even gonna like pretend you don't have a girlfriend. He's like, no, I fully have a girlfriend. I'm like, I kind of respect that, and now I, you know, then I felt guilty, but whatever. It, the sex was, uh, then of course we ended up, yeah, we ended up having sex. And I was like, why did I, you know what I mean? Just like when you want something so bad, you're, you're like, this. Sucks. <laughs> 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 he did eat pussy well, I'll give him that. Um, and okay, so now I'm gonna tell you guys a little story about the first relationship I was ever in. Um, I dated when I was 19 years old. I worked at a restaurant. Anyone clap it up if you've had a love romance at a restaurant before? Come on. Yeah. The 19-year-old host uh, dating the 27-year-old busser because uh, you know, and that had nothing to do with him. I was just so mature. Um, so mature. And I was just like so attracted to his minimalist lifestyle. Like he lived in a garage that was uh, a converted apartment, and he had one bed and a folding chair. And I was like, he's like, I just don't need material things. And I was like, you're just poor. <laughs> Uh, but really, no, I, I was very attracted to him because he was a professional baseball player in Croatia. <laughs> it was cool, you know, I've been to Europe three times. I was like, that is hot. I am 19, that is hot. Whatever, um, <laughs> we're dating, we're doing our thing, and I'm like, uh, and then one day, you know, I started having like a little, you know, just a little irritation, I'm like, something's going on, it hurt when we had sex, and I'm like, it must just be UTI, you <laughs> know? So I go to the doctor, and uh, I'm like in the school nurse thing, and she's like, okay, Carly, uh, you have chlamydia. And I started laughing, I was like, it's not possible, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> she's like, 
Well, he's cheating on you. <laughs> Chlamydia is a very passive-aggressive way to tell somebody you're cheating on them. Yeah, like, couldn't just let me find text messages or something. So I did, I confronted him and I was like, dude, what's going on? And he tried to pull the whole thing like, it was before we were together. I was like, we've been together for six months. <laughs> I said, I haven't just had chlamydia for six months. So it turns out that he was cheating on me with a waitress at the restaurant that we worked at. Oh. Not surprising though. Yeah. Uh, I was so shocked. It's like, really? Okay. <laughs> so she gave him chlamydia, he gave me chlamydia. Guess who else in that restaurant she gave chlamydia to? Everyone. Everybody. Not the owner, we're getting closer. Yes, the general fucking manager, right? And we were to like a fancy Italian restaurant. It was in Florida though, so. <laughs> so that means when you came to this fancy restaurant in Tampa, Florida, at every level of service, somebody had Thompson, party five. Yeah, you can follow me to your table. Uh, yep, yeah, your server will be right with you. I have chlamydia. <laughs> and uh, guess what? So does she. <laughs> and then, you know, like any good restaurant, eventually the manager comes over to check in on the meal. He sends a little suit and tie. He's like, hi, I'm Donald. Yeah. Oh, good. You're like in the uh, fire cooking pizza? Yeah, well, there's something fire cooking in my dick, and it's also chlamydia. <laughs> and then, long and behold, my boyfriend would come over at the end of the meal uh, to clean up, and you'd be like, yes, I am here to uh, clean your plates, but don't get it wrong, I am a dirty, dirty boy. <laughs> I do have chlamydia. And uh, I remember the day that I had to work my shift after finding out I had chlamydia, finding out she had chlamydia, finding out my manager had chlamydia, and that my woman had chlamydia. It was like a rough day in the office, you know? I was like, I don't know if I can do that. And so we had this regular that would come in, um, Greta, and she is blind, and so she would come in with her seeing my dog, and you know, I was having a rough day. I was real excited to see a dog. I was real excited to see little Ralph. So I get down on the ground, and I start petting Ralph, and I got a lot of hair. And uh, Greta reached out and just started petting me, uh, <laughs> thinking I was her dog. And now, I also have chlamydia, you know? And it's like, I was like, I just want to be put down right now. And I wanted to say something, and I just saw my manager looking over at me, and it was this moment of nerve where he was like, don't say fucking anything, the customer's always right, and we're both burning from below the waist. <laughs> so maybe that's easy for us. Uh, but the wild part about dating that guy um, is that he broke up with me. <laughs> it's, I know better now, don't worry. But um, I remember when, he broke up, we, we had this conversation, and he was like, uh, I was starting to realize, I was like, I don't really think we're a good match, because it turned out we never talked about anything, so we were talking about our political views, and I realized he, uh, uh, he was a Trump supporter, and so then I thought, I was like, this is not gonna work. I was like, how do you date someone for nine months and not know? I was like, you were just high and listening to music the entire yeah, time. I was like, yeah. you know, it was yeah. one of those like, and this is what he said to me, I was like, I was like, if these are your political views, like, this isn't gonna work, and he goes, you know what, no, I'm breaking up with you. He goes, Carly, you have a very, uh, he's like, I wanna let you know um, that you have a very intense masculine energy. Whoa. You have, un he goes, you eat with your hands and you have unkept hair everywhere. I was like, 
You just described Hagrid. <laughs> 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 wrong with you, dude. And, uh, and he was like, and this is how he broke up with me. He goes, and I have to say, um, you're not enough like my mom. <laughs> Listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Rachel Weeks. I'm sure you have a big following in Trinidad, Colorado, um, but I'm going to be at the Southwest Chief Bicycle and Comedy Festival um, um, the 3rd and 4th of May. Um, and I'm going to be doing uh, hosting We Still Like You and also my show with uh, the Fussy Bros, which is our comedy group. So, um, Come on out to Trinidad, Colorado. It's it's gonna be a super good time. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. Our live show is produced by Carly Ballerini, Allison Dunn, Sarah Sherman, and myself. The theme song is performed by Natalie Grace Alford. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LadylikeChicago and to subscribe and rate this podcast, and we'll see you next week.